When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Bye, Daryl. Hey, welcome to After 9, everybody. Sorry, we were just saying hello to Daryl, who does the morning show on our brother station, Dave Rocks, 107.5 FM, if you like rock radio. And there's a transit strike here in Waterloo Region. And one of the things Daryl is doing to be a fun guy and and provide a service is this morning he got in the station vehicle and decided to drive around and take people to various places that they would normally be able to get on the bus, but they can't because there's a transit strike on. And somebody called the radio station this morning and accused him of being a scab. Scab labor. They're saying he crossed the picket line. I can't really imagine anything more misguided than that. He was only picking up people that have special needs and need to get to various appointments and things like that. Well, the problem is when you want to try to make some kind of a point like that, like this particular person did when they called in and complained this morning, have some educated um, notes and, and responses, but this person was apparently just straight up a prick. Like, didn't want to hear what we had to say. Well, we, they had to say, didn't want to have a nice compelling conversation it was just a you guys perfect that kind of thing and <laughs> it's hard to deal with people like that you just kind of uh-huh okay i get i'm not going to get through to you and we're not going to have a civil conversation so bye yeah just end that conversation because some conversations i firmly believe are not worth having you can just walk away sometimes and mm-hmm. that was a great time to just walk away um while we're talking about things that people are pissed off at, Prince Harry arrived in Canada yesterday. And I know that there's some people wondering, well, who's going to pay for his security? He had two security guards when he got off that British Airways flight and landed at Vancouver International Airport. And I can tell you right now, I do not know who's going to pay for his security. I can also tell you, I don't give a shit who pays for his security, including us. And yeah, there's going to be times when we have to pay for the guy's security because we have to keep order. That's Mm -hmm. just the way things work. And unfortunately, because he's a celebrity, he will draw a crowd. If Mary, uh, Mary and Hagen, uh, if Harry and Meghan (laughs) decide to go for a walk. (laughs) Mary and Hagen Hagen go for a walk. Mary and Hagen sound like a really old couple. (laughs) Your old neighbors that you barely see. Mary and Hagen are coming out. I saw Mary and Hagen the other day. What? (laughs) If Harry and Meghan decide to go for a walk downtown Vancouver, that's going to draw a crowd. People will be pulling over and stopping in the middle of intersections to try and get a picture with them or or whatever. And the police are going to have to step in and escort them out of the area. Mm-hmm. And it's just as much inconvenient for them as it is for everyone else. Yeah. That's why we're probably going to have to pick up the tab for some of the security in the same way that we would if Beyonce and Jay-Z lived here. If they tried to walk downtown Toronto, if they were walking on Young Street, there'd be a huge crowd real quick and we would send the cops in. To A, protect them, and B, get them out of the area safely, and C, disperse the crowd. Nobody's asking, well, who's going to pay for Beyonce and Jay-Z's security? They have security, and they pay them. But more security will be required from time to time, and that's just the way it works when celebrities are in our country. There's a whole season around TIFF. 
Yep. Where there's celebrities here yep. all the time, and we provide security and for them. Concerts, and don't forget about the festivals that do happen in the summertime, and those are all extras. We're paying for them out of our pocket, but again, you. I mean, you make a good point. It's to secure everybody and make sure everyone's safe. And I think that's important too. It's not just for their security. It's for the security of everyone else. And that's kind of why we have police forces and so on and so forth. It's to keep the peace. And and yeah, there's going to be a bill associated with it. Inevitably, we'll find out what it costs and nobody needs to freak out about it. It's just sort of the way it is. Yeah. It's not like we're giving them a 24-7 RCMP detail like the Trudeaus have, for example. And other leaders have. They don't need it. The OPP provides security for Doug Ford. Yeah, we pay for it because we have to protect certain people that may be a target to others. It would also look really fucking bad on us if something bad happened to them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's going to be a bit of a bill that comes along with it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they staying in Vancouver, or uh, like, you wonder I, if they're going to come to, or if they're going to be in Toronto as well, or both, or one, or. Well, the Vancouver climate is very similar to the London climate. It rains a hell of a lot, so maybe it'll make them feel like home. That's true. It's also a lot warmer in Vancouver right now than it is in Southern Ontario right now. So if they want to stay there, I don't blame them. Although I have to think they're going to want to be closer to the Mulroonies, their besties. So they might end up in Toronto a decent amount as well. They're going to be basically fairly transient, living out of suitcases in very, very, very expensive hotels. But I don't know which hotel wouldn't want them staying there either. Sure. And hey, guess what? The hotel's going to have to pick up the bill for security because you can't just let people walk up and knock on Marion Hagen's door. <laughs> Marion Hagen. I apologize. We did not do a podcast yesterday, and that was because right after the show, I had to get to a charitable function. So we're back at it now, and at the end of this podcast will be the replay of yesterday's Missed Connections from our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat. Mm -hmm. BuzzFeed's great. I like BuzzFeed a lot. BuzzFeed is sort of like the new Chive for me. I check it daily. Yeah. Is Chive still happening? Is that still a thing? I don't know a lot of people. I haven't checked it in so long. I don't even know. Which is weird because it was very popular at at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, They did a great article, though. They asked people, what's the most unprofessional thing you've done at work Hmm. i've been drunk at work i'll admit it yeah there's times when i came into work sorry i didn't get drunk at work i was still drunk from the night before when i got to work but yeah i've been drunk at work i have uh i've probably done a lot of unprofessional things i threw a pen at an intern once who wasn't listening oh brutal yeah uh lots of unprofessional things highly highly inappropriate yeah nothing like some of these though So let me read you a couple. A lot of people admitted they watch porn at work. Okay, I mean, I've clicked on links before that took me to porn. I didn't go out of my way to seek out porn at work. And what do you do when you get the porn at work? Are you supposed to rub one out right there? Isn't that why you watch porn? Some people probably do. Maybe they take a bathroom break. They go to the bathroom and... I'm just guessing. Crank one out. I don't know. That's wildly inappropriate. I can't yes. imagine why you would do I that. I think that's why it's number one on the list. Watching porn at work. I don't. What about your office makes you feel sexy? That's another. That's a good point. I love working here. Not once have I ever thought mm. I got to put my dick in something. <laughs> Look at this fluorescent lighting. I got to get <laughs> fucked right now. No, 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 no. I don't imagine it's like that in a lot of places, but there's also a lot of interesting people out there in the world. By interesting, I mean weird. I find cubicles in Windows 7 very erotic. (laughs) (laughs) 
seven. Not even the upgrade. <laughs> you didn't even go for the ten. The home the edition. X, nothing. <laughs> seven. Uh, one person admitted they had a Skype interview with another company. That is ballsy. Yeah. Okay, because I've heard of and I know of people printing off their resumes or um, updating their resumes while at work trying to get another job or even... I don't know who, how many people still fax resumes, but, you know, like doing stuff like that. That's a whole other level. Going for a, Didn't the person that, that was interviewing them ask, hey, are you at your current job right now? I don't know. Maybe they didn't care. You know, I mean, if you have a fairly generic background, you don't have company logos everywhere. I guess you could probably jump on a Skype meeting if you have your own office. Maybe nobody would notice. It's still pretty inappropriate for your current employer, though. And I have to think... That if one company's interviewing you Mm -hmm. and they find out that that's the sort of shit you do on company time, they're going to be less inclined to hire you. I would think so. I mean, unless they're trying to recruit you in a way, right? Unless they are headhunting you and they know you have a job, but they don't care. Some people are like that. Very rare, though. One person admitted they made (laughs) cupcakes with X-lax because people kept stealing their lunch. This seems like an epidemic in society. Stop stealing other people's food. I know. I think that because you and I are in a different, we're in a different category. We're, we do the morning show. We don't even eat breakfast here or anything like that. So it's not like we share. I mean, we have our own little fridge in here if we wanted to put stuff in. But this happens so often. People stealing dressings and food. It's a constant thing that apparently happens in a lot of offices. It's been going on for ages. They did a whole Friends episode about it. One of the Thanksgiving episodes where somebody ate Ross's sandwich. Stop fucking stealing people's food. So this person got so pissed off, they drugged essentially muffins or whatever, cupcakes, to get back at that person. You got to be careful with that, by the way. If if that just gave you a great idea, I'm going to caution you. You could probably get charged for doing that. Yeah. So be careful with it. One person says, I went to the movies, then I went back to work and clocked out and went home. (laughs) How many people do things like that? I bet you that happens often. They're going on a sales call or they're going to go visit a client or do some research, heading out for a couple hours. If work trusts you or doesn't track you or anything like that, you could probably get away with a lot. Yeah, I would think if you are in a... Uh, maybe, for example, one of the trades. Oh, yeah, I've got to go and uh, fix a, an appliance at a client's mm-hmm. house. And 1917 starts at 2.15. So, yeah, it'll probably take me a couple hours That's, to fix that appliance. It's risky. It's very risky. To go back and clock out, though, as if you've been on the clock the entire time. Uh, gutsy move. One person says, the girl sitting next to me roasted a whole chicken at her desk. Okay, there's a lot of different kitchen gadgets and appliances you can buy. And yeah, I'm thinking Canadian Tire and Walmart and the Bay and places like that. Where in theory, you could cook a whole fucking chicken right at your desk. And you know what? You can hate on it all you want, but once you smell that roasted chicken just wafting at lunch hour, I guarantee you she had people all over her like, can I have some of that? Yeah, you're going to eat the wings? I'll even Mm. take the dark meat. What's going on there? Roasted chicken. She's got an air fryer under her desk. (laughs) What the? We could take our little kitchen set up here to the next level if we brought an air fryer in. We could. We really could. (laughs) The last time I tried to cook something at work, I took a radio station off the air. I didn't realize that all the outlets were essentially plugged into one outlet and I overloaded the circuit. 
It didn't go over very well, but Kat helped cover for me, so that was great. Uh, We're talking about the most unprofessional things you've done at work. One person says, I had sex with my boss Mm. for a $3 raise. What? $3 raise. Uh, An hour, I hope. Yeah, I would hope. Eh, Three bucks is three bucks. I'm going to suggest to you that maybe it wasn't you that was unprofessional. It was probably your boss that was being unprofessional. If he had sex with you for a $3 raise. Actually, I shouldn't even discriminate. Maybe the boss was a woman. If you had to bang your boss to get a $3 raise, eh, it's your boss that's being pretty unprofessional, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I packed all eight of my students. So this is a teacher. I packed all eight of my students up into my car to go and find out why my man wasn't answering his phone. Oh, that is so bad. <laughs> I would love to know the the I, what happened after that. Did you find your guy? Did you catch your guy? I'm going to assume that maybe guy was playing PlayStation or a guy fell asleep on the couch or a guy was just busy. Maybe he was vacuuming or making the bed or wrapping a present yeah. for you. Either way, you can't teach that to kids. You can only show them, hey, kids, this is what crazy jealousy looks like. (laughs) This is what happens when you can't get an answer that you're expecting. We're going to jump in the fucking car and go find out why he's not answering. And you're going to look up to me, damn it. Yeah, it's not right. Hey, kids, field trip today. We're not going to the ROM. We're not going to Ripley's. We're not going to the museum. We're going to go find out why my guy's not answering his phone. I mean, you can't even pack kids up and just take them with you places anyway, right? Right. Like You're not supposed to do that without permission forms signed and all sorts of shit. Right. Not to mention, you put eight people in one vehicle, plus you. You had kids on kids. Oh, I hope that relationship ended. (laughs) I really do. That's not healthy. Oh, when she went and opened the front door or, or the apartment door or whatever it was, and he found out she had eight kids waiting in the car downstairs. Like, He's probably like, okay, lunatic, you can pack your shit and get out. Because this is not going to work. What are you doing here? You brought fucking eight kids with you? What the <laughs> hell is going on here? I bring my work home with me sometimes too. Never on that level though. That's crazy. Uh, last one. A customer told me he was allergic to chives. So I intentionally put chives on his quesadilla so that he would send it back and I could eat it. <gasps> Brutal. <laughs> I bet, I'll bet that sometimes if you work in the service industry, if you order a meal, you've got to pay for the meal. You might get a discount, but you still got to pay for it. Yep. At most places. That's a pretty good hack, though. If they say they don't want chives, mm-hmm. you put chives on it and say, did you say no chives? Aw, oh, crap. I'm sorry. Hang on. I'll make you a fresh one. Darn it. And then you're at the back eating it. Happened all the time when I was in the restaurant business. All the time. How long ago was it that you worked in restaurants? Oh, a long time ago. It was, uh, let's see, I was at the Beat. Uh, it was like 13, 14 years ago. Long time. Do you ever think, hmm, I could go back and do that. I wouldn't mind making some extra cash money, make some tips. You could do, you've got lots of time during the day. Oh, so much time on my hands. So much time. I'd love to do that. No, no. It was a fun time. It was good for me in that time of my life, right? It was a good time for me. I was, I started there 14 years old. I worked all the way till I was 19 or something like that. Yeah, it was fun. But yeah, I'm, it's, it's in the past. Ladies, 
If you need to have a difficult conversation with your man, new research says everything is in the approach. And the number one thing you should do is dim the lights before you tell him whatever it is that you want to tell him. Here, let me tell you why before we discuss this. Our emotional responses are stronger under bright lights. So if you hit the dimmer switch, you could stop a disagreement from escalating into an argument. The study by the U of T and Northwestern University found that bright lights intensify perceived aggression in others, as well as increasing how emotionally charged we perceive their words to be. So right now, you and I are in a fairly dull room. Mm -hmm. This is a good time for me to tell you bad news or to tell you something awkward. If it were bright, like if we step out into the hall, that is not a good time to do it because I perceive your words differently and I get all fucking fired up because we're in the bright light. I don't like talking about anything in a bright light. Really? No, I don't like that. You know me. I, I make that studio we're in so dark in the morning. I don't like bright lights, especially office lights. I always want them dimmed. So I think no matter the circumstance for me, it's got to be dimmed. But that's interesting. Okay. Can I tell you how deceiving that is? That is such a shitty thing to do. If I'm at home and I'm sitting on the couch and maybe the bachelor's about to come on and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, it's Monday night. Let's chill. Having a beer maybe. And she comes in. Hey, dims the lights a little bit. I'm thinking, oh, all right. Oh, you're thinking something else. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. And then she says, I'm pregnant. Well, for fuck's sake. (laughs) A, you ruined Monday. Thank you. B, what about the beer? You thought Pilot Pete had drama. <laughs> Guess what? Or whatever the news is. Yeah, right. I mean, shit. Yeah. That's a little deceiving. Maybe preface it with, I have to talk to you. Let me just turn down the lights a little bit. Get us calm. Right. Okay. That's a better way to do it. So he doesn't think, ah, shit, I'm going to get laid before The Bachelor comes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a beer in my hand. This is fantastic. Maybe set him up a little bit differently before he thinks the worst. Um, News around the world today. Donald Trump's impeachment hearing begins. Are you even remotely interested? I don't think anything's going to happen, so I'm going to go with a no on that. I mean, I'm happy to hear the highlights afterwards, but no, I'm not going far out of my way to research it in the moment. Nope. So you want like the Sports Center condensed version instead of watching the whole game? Yep. I've spent way too much of my life listening to anything to do with that man. I have heard so much about this impeachment thing. And I was actually kind of curious, well, what do Americans think? Because up here, we get different news in Canada than they have in the U.S. And if you only watch CNN, you would think they fucking hate the guy. Mm -hmm. But then if you flip over to Fox News, you would think that everybody loves the guy and the people at CNN are literally on a witch hunt. And really, I don't know what the truth is because I don't live that lifestyle every single day. But the latest poll numbers are out and they couldn't be any more split. Americans, when asked, should Donald Trump be removed from office? 51%, according to a CNN SSRS poll, said yes. 45% said the Senate should not vote to convict and remove the president. Only 4% of people said they had no opinion on the matter whatsoever. Interesting. 51 to 50, with 4% undivided, it's basically a tie. 
But isn't that crazy that half the country wants their president gone and the other half of the country is ready to like mm-hmm. fucking revolt if they do try and remove him? That's what worries me. Hey, America, I love visiting you. But if they remove that guy from office, I'm staying as far away as I can from America because I think it's going to get really ugly down there. That doesn't seem like a good deal. Unless I'm going to Florida because everything in Florida is crazy. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's happening around the world. Florida is always going to be crazy. It's really cold down there right now. I was watching a, a new segment on the Weather Channel, the American one the other day, and I guess <laughs> it's going to go down to three degrees Celsius in Orlando tonight. It's so cold. By the way, three degrees would be heaven here in southern Ontario right now. Yeah. Because right now it's like minus 15 degrees Celsius with the wind chill. It's nuts. But even though it's going to be above zero, Universal Studios tweeted out that they're closing the Volcano Bay Water Park mm-hmm. due to a freezing risk. Really? Yeah, that's intense. I've been to Florida, went to Universal the first week of January before, and it was too, I shouldn't say it was too chilly to swim, but I remember it being not warm, like not super warm to the point where I wanted to get in the pool. You could still hang out and there was still sunshine. So I couldn't imagine, though, three degrees and going all the way there in the hopes of going for a swim or going to Volcano Bay or whatever and then not being able to do it because it was that chilly. I'm going to suggest another theory. I get that if you have kids, kids love to go in the water and the water parks at Universal and at Disney are fantastic, but it's still a public pool and people are gross. So maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Before you end up with like fucking coronavirus or something like that, maybe it's a good idea just to skip the pool altogether and just jump in the ocean. I'll take my chances with the sharks as opposed to whatever gross shit is floating around in the pool at Universal Studios. That doesn't seem like a good time to me. But it does suck if you booked a vacation to Orlando, thought, ah, it's January won't even be busy right now. Yep. School's back in. Still a couple weeks away from family day. Couple weeks away from spring break and from uh, uh, what is it? Oh, reading week. Yep. This is the week time. to go. It really usually is a perfect time. It's the slowest time of the year. Everyone who was there at the resort when I stayed said that. But the weather that'll make or break it. I think. Can you imagine you book a trip to Florida? You get down there and you're thinking shorts, flip flops, margaritas, daiquiris. Let's fucking give her. And then you end up wearing the same coat you had when you got on the plane. That's when I would rent a car and I would drive south. I would just drive down to Miami in the hopes to catch some warmth if I'm all the way down there anyway. You got to Florida and it was three degrees. You're probably thinking, well, tell me where it is warm because I'm fucking going there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm going there right now. I'm not even unpacking my bag. (laughs) F that. Uh, Since we, like Scott said off the top, we couldn't do a a podcast yesterday. So we're going to bring you Missed Connections from yesterday, Monday, January 20th. We're going to do missed connections. This is where we connect you with people that are looking for other people. They can't find them, so they just told the story online. This one's called <laughs> Damn Damn Crap, Man for Woman. I got drunk last night and deleted every single one of my matches. Oh, I'm so sorry. This sucks. We were really hitting it off, and I destroyed everything with the touch of a button. I was having a bad night. My ex called. It was nothing to do with you. But in that moment, I swore off women. This is why I never drink rum. I called Tinder. I I called Tinder. (laughs) Can you do that? You can do that. I called Tinder and asked them to give me my messages back again. 
and they agreed. By the time I got them back, you were gone. No more profile. You're off Tinder. Maybe you left because I did that and you thought I ghosted you. Did I message you something bad before I deleted you? I tried desperately to find you on Instagram, Facebook. I'm having no luck. Chelsea, please see this. I'm so stupid. Chelsea, I'm sorry, but the rum got me. You know, (laughs) I I fell victim to the rum. Blame it on the goose. Got you feeling loose. There's always that one alcohol we can't have because it makes us do dumb things. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Tequila does it for me every time. A different cat comes out. That's when Cassandra comes out. It's not cat anymore. No longer are you with cat. You're with Cassandra for the evening. Clearly, rum is this guy's thing. So when this guy drinks rum and gets a message from his ex, perfect storm. Holy cow, here we go. I'm going to delete all you the messages. What? I'm swearing off of women forever. Get it. I'm not dating it anymore. I'm amazed that he thought he could phone Tinder. And I'm amazed he, Tinder answered. Yes. Their customer service might be actually good. I don't know. But apparently so. They let him have all his messages back. After, Do you know how often that probably happens, though? There's probably a division in Tinder just for that. Like the, if I got you, drunk and deleted my messages. If you got department? hammered and deleted all your messages and matches, press one. <laughs> Guaranteed. That's an option for sure. 100%. You just hit one, they'll help you out. Oh, you swore off woman, women? Press two. That'd be fun, though. I'd love to be the phone operator in that circumstance, mm-hmm. hearing everyone's story. I'll bet so, you. So, what'd you drink last night? I'll bet you they have heard it Everything. All. Everything. All of it. This next one is called, and this happens. I'm still amazed that Chelsea was so upset that she just pulled herself off Tinder altogether. You wonder if that's it or if there's something else that happened. Or maybe Chelsea didn't exist to begin with. How much rum did you drink? That's entirely possible. Maybe she was never really there. I don't know. I don't know what happened to Chelsea. Dude, I wish I could help you. I feel bad for the guy. He's obviously trying. He called tin- He called a customer service representative at Tinder in order to try to track this girl down. So I actually kind of feel bad for him. Just a little bit. Hang on one second. And that Captain Morgan can be a real jerk. Oh, boy. He'll He's just me- hoof you right in the nuts. He's a mean captain. Ah, yes. Area code 214-853-4309 He might have even called long distance. <laughs> he might have footed a bill for long distance waiting for customer service to get this chick back. And alas, nothing. Nothing. Uh, this next one is called Sorry for Taking Off, Man for Woman. I've heard about crazy chicks before, but never had an experience until you. I know they're hard to spot, and I didn't know what I was about to witness on Friday night until it happened to me. I just wanted to reach out and say thank you for the coffee. Not sure I said thank you to you at the shop and for inviting me back to your place. I do appreciate it, but I had to leave your apartment immediately. It wasn't you, really. It well, was really it wasn't. It was your doll collection. Your freakishly real-looking child dolls scattered around your place. Ultra detailed with human hair. It freaked me out a little bit. It was the one with the real kid's teeth glued on that made me peace out. What? Sorry, 
I broke the one in the rocking chair in the living room on my way out. <laughs> Legit? That's um, crazy. Oh, yeah. That's a special kind of crazy. This one has real teeth. And that's when he peaced out in such a hurry that he broke one Where of them. did you find- <laughs> Like, I make my own dolls. Look, look. So I'm confused. Is this missed connection because he's having second thoughts and really wants to date the girl with the crazy doll collection? I think he wants to apologize for breaking the real fake child and doesn't know how to reach out, doesn't want to reach out, doesn't want to go back to that apartment. And can I say I don't blame him? No! That sounds like the creepy nightmare I don't want to enter. You need to run as fast as you can and not look back. Broken doll or no broken doll, nothing good is going to come from this. And by the way, aren't you wondering where she got the teeth? Get Dude, out. Get out or you'll become a lampshade in that creepy apartment That's for sure. right. She'll be wearing your face by the end of the month. <laughs> get out. By the way, was her name Chelsea? <laughs> Hang on a second. Chelsea? Is that you?